My name is Jeremy Devins and welcome to the Quiet Mind Yoga Podcast. I've been teaching yoga since 2011 and I've created this podcast so you can practice anytime, anywhere, hour-long classes, hatha, vinyasa, yin, and gentle yoga. To sustain this podcast, click the link in the show notes to become a supporter for as low as 99 cents a month or up to $9.99 a month. This helps me put out new shows every week so you can continue your practice. And if you want to keep in touch with me, visit quietmind.yoga where you can join the email list and hear about all the new classes and upcoming events. Thanks for listening. And let's take a moment to find a comfortable seated posture here. So spine is tall, shoulders relaxed. You can be, you can be kneeling too if you want, kneeling or cross-legged. And find a slight a tilting forward in the, in the pelvis. So the pelvis can be rounded back. It's called posterior pelvic tilt. Or you could tilt slightly forward, uh, anterior pelvic tilt. And then we want that one because that's going to help us <coughs> create a little more lift in the spine and a little bit less hunching over in the shoulders. And then here, just let your eyes close or rest on a single spot in front of you. The palms can be down or up. And take this time to just arrive in this space to practice. Noticing your breath, noticing your body, not trying to change anything, but just letting everything settle into the space this time. Bring the hands together at the heart, bowing the mind to the heart and to each other. Release your hands down. And we'll start with some simple neck movements here. So just moving the chin towards the chest and then moving the chin towards the ceiling. So arms are relaxed. And we're just moving the neck forward and back a couple times here. So we have different muscles in the neck for the different movements of the neck and we'll go through each of the directions of movement here. So this is called flexion and extension and the main thing here is just to notice like sometimes the traps start to tense up in the shoulders so just keep that relaxed just moving the neck not moving the upper body and then we'll come back to neutral and then moving side to side. So this is rotation of the cervical vertebrae. Just turning the head horizontally left to right. And then back to center and then lateral flexions, ear towards the shoulder. And again, it's tempting here for the shoulders to kind of lift, but keep the shoulders relaxed. Just moving the cervical vertebrae. back to center and then drawing a big circle with the nose in one direction. Let your jaw be really relaxed here, no tension in the jaw or the neck. And then move the circle in the opposite direction. And then back to center, ear towards shoulder, left ear to left shoulder, and then turn the nose towards the ground. And then keep the, that general same shape there, but now turn the nose up towards the ceiling. 
sort of lateral flexion, but there's a little rotation of the neck here too. Just getting into some different muscles in the neck. Back down, just gently undoing that, always being really gentle with the neck. Now right ear to right shoulder, and turn the nose towards the ground. Keep that general shape, but just turn the nose up towards the ceiling. Jaw relaxed, jaw can be open. And then gently coming out the way you came in. Back to center. And then here, moving the chin towards the chest like we did in the beginning, and then chin towards the ceiling. But now, put your hand, either hand, against the forehead to block that movement. So now you're strengthening the neck. So you're trying to move the chin to the chest, but the hand's blocking it. And then release that, but bring your hand to the back of the head. Try to lift your chin towards the ceiling like you were just doing, but block it with the hand. So there's this equal resistance here, enough to create some strengthening of the neck. And then relax that. Turn the head left to right again. And then next time you come over to one side, block the rotation of the neck. Again, strengthening here, pressing into the resistance of the hand. Back to center, to the other side, pressing into the hand. Trying to rotate the neck, but not letting it move with the pressure of the hand. And then back to center. And then lateral flexion to your left ear. Ear towards the shoulder, but block it with the hand. And then other side, same thing. And back to center. Now just arms relaxed, drawing a circle with the nose again. In one direction, jaw relaxed, and then drawing a circle the other direction. If there's little clicks or tight spots as you move throughout the neck, just do a little bit less. So we don't need to force anything here. We want to be gentle with the neck and come back to center. Last thing now, just chin to chest like we did in the beginning, just moving forward and back. Just noticing if it feels any different, maybe a little bit lighter. Back to center and then horizontal movement, side to side, rotation of the neck. And back to center, lateral flexion, side to side. And back to center. So here, let's come down to the back. And we'll shift our focus now. So knees coming in, rocking side to side. Just gentle rocking on the back. Shoulders relaxed. And then bring one hand onto each knee and move the knees out from the center, making big circles. It's kind of like you're swimming. It's moving the legs, hips independently. 
and then the other direction and any movements that you like it could be you know doing different things with the legs but the intention of just being really relaxed and gentle in the hips and moving the joints around freely So here we'll keep the right knee in and extend the left leg straight out. Left leg relaxes on the ground. Move the right ankle around any way that feels good. In both directions, spreading the toes, moving the ankle. So we're gonna move all the joints today. So we moved a lot in the neck now moving in the feet, the toes, the ankle. 41% of our flexibility in the body is in the joints, not just in the muscles. So we'll move the joints and that'll create a lot of, usually tends to feel really, the body tends to feel really relaxed and light after a practice like this. And then we'll come back in with the left knee and let the right leg out and right leg relaxes. Keeping the left knee hugging in and moving the left ankle, toes, any way that feels good here. And then both knees into the body. <clears throat> hugging the knees, or one hand on each knee, and the one hand on each knee, you'll press the knees away, straight arms and low back arches. So that's again that tilt of the pelvis. It's called anterior pelvic tilt. So your low back arches a little bit off the ground, and then you'll pull the knees in, posterior pelvic tilt, your low back touches the ground. So inhaling to press the knees away, and exhaling to pull the knees in. We'll continue like this a few rounds with your breath. Inhaling out and exhaling in. And this can be a really small movement. It doesn't have to be big. Sometimes making it even smaller will feel better on your back throughout the day. And this is the kind of stuff that you might not feel a lot, a huge sensation as we go through it, but you'll feel very relaxed and light as you move through the rest of your day. And then we'll bring the feet down to the floor. And the setting up for bridge pose. So feet are hips width apart and the fingertips can touch your heels. That's how close the, the feet are to the body. So from here, we'll tilt the pelvis in, that posterior pelvic tilt, so low back touches the ground. And we don't want the anterior pelvic tilt here. We don't want the low back to arch. So pelvis tilts in and then start to peel the spine up off the floor one vertebra at a time. And we'll move with the breath here. So as you exhale, you'll lower back down all the way to the floor. As you inhale, you'll peel the spine up. Continue with your breath, inhaling up, exhaling down. Maybe the movement gets a little bigger as you go, but again, it doesn't have to be. This could be small movement as well.
Okay, now next time you come up, stay there holding in bridge. You could put a block under your tail if you want, or just hold and breathe here. And then slowly lower the spine back down to the floor. And then grab one of your blocks and we'll put it under the tail now. So like a supported bridge to start. So the block's right under the pelvis. And bring your right knee in towards the body like we did just a minute ago. And extend the left leg down to the floor. So this is bringing a bigger stretch onto the left hip flexors. Now with your hands, instead of holding the right shin, hold underneath that in the right hamstrings, the back of the leg. Extend the right leg towards the ceiling, right heel towards the ceiling, right toes towards the knee. Adjust the grip on your hands so you can bring the leg more towards straight. It's okay if the leg's still a little bent, but moving in that direction of straight. And we'll bend and straighten the right leg a few times for the knee joint. So just bending and straightening. Again, it doesn't have to be the full range of motion, but enough that you feel the joint is moving and it feels relaxed, no pain in the knee. And then we'll hold again with the right leg extended, shoulders relaxed, right heel towards the ceiling, right toes towards the knee. And then bend the knee, foot down to the floor. Left knee comes in, right leg extends down to the floor. So stretching the right hip flexors, Hips relaxed, shoulders relaxed. Belly relaxed. Now instead of holding the left shin, hold the left hamstrings, clasping the hands and straighten the left leg towards the ceiling. And then we'll bend and straighten the leg a few times here. As you do this, the hamstrings might even start to open up a little more as they feel safe to stretch. So we don't need to push anything. In fact, the more we push, the more the body might tighten up, especially with a muscle like the hamstrings. So bending and straightening a few times. And then holding straight, left heel towards the ceiling. It's okay if there's still a little bend in the knee. Left toes towards the knee. Softening any extra tension that's in the face or the shoulders or the belly. So the rest of the body is relaxed. You're doing just enough to hold this shape. the leg down to the floor. Again, both knees bent, feet on the floor. 
<coughs> you could stay here in the supported bridge or you can press into the feet and peel the spine up. More of that posterior pelvic tilt. So the glutes are engaged. There's not an arch in the low back here. If you're lifting up. And then we'll remove the block and slowly lower the spine back down to the floor. Knees in towards the body, rocking side to side, relaxed back. And then happy baby pose, holding outside the knees or the shins or the feet. Sometimes even holding the shins can give you a little more control of this if you want to try that. You can extend the legs one at a time. And you can extend both legs if you want. You can stay still, you can rock side to side. And then we'll bring the soles of the feet together all the way down to the ground. Supta Baddha Konasana, supine bound angle pose. So knees are apart, feet are together, arms are relaxed. So you could have the arms beside you or one hand on belly, one hand on heart following the breath. Or even arms overhead, sometimes that feels nice on the low back. Your hips feel a little tight here on the inner thighs, the adductors. You could scoot your feet a little bit further forward if you want, or if you're good, stay there. If you want a little more, you could scoot your feet in a little closer to the groin. Slow, steady breaths. And here we'll start practicing a breathing practice that we'll do more later. All we're doing is just taking slightly longer exhales. Everything's the same, but just slightly longer exhales. And then from here, we'll bring the knees back together. Knees in towards the body, rocking side to side. And then rock forward and back. Keep your chin tucked in. So moving along each vertebrae of the spine up to the shoulders. And it'll come all the way up to hands and knees. And you can use your blanket under your knees here for a little more padding if you want. I'm really conservative about that because I don't see many injuries from yoga, but I do see people have been practicing for over 10 years and they have knee issues. So I think knees on a hardwood floor is not always a good idea. So knees on the blanket is a lot better. Hands and knees here, making any little movements that feel good for you, forward and back, side to side. Listening to your body. And then to a neutral spine here. So going a little more into the hip joints, so you'll shift weight to lift your right leg and start to draw a big circle with the right knee. 
one direction. Emphasis moving the ball and socket, the right hip. And then go the opposite direction, big circles. And then straighten the right leg back. Engaging the right glute, the right thigh. Maybe extend the left arm as well. Balancing here. Focus your gaze at a single point. And then slowly lower down hands and knees. Same thing other side, left leg drawing circles. both directions. And then extend the left leg straight back. Toes can be flexed or pointed, either way is fine. If you want more, right arm extends forward. Focus the gaze at a single point to help you balance. And then lower down, hands and knees. Moving focus into the shoulder, so we'll bring the hands wider apart, maybe even off your mat. And the shoulders can, shoulder blades can move together. So dropping the chest, shoulder blades together. And the shoulder blades can move apart, lifting the upper back towards the ceiling. Just moving that way a few times, shoulder blades together, and then shoulder blades apart. So arms stay pretty straight for this movement. You don't even need to bend the elbows to do this. It's just all in the, in the shoulders here, in the thoracic spine, the upper spine. Back to center. And then shoulders can go side to side. So moving left to right a couple of times. So the hips stay center, but just the shoulders move left to right. Come back to center and then forward and back. So again, arms stay straight, but it's like you're sliding forward and back. So the hands don't move, the elbows don't bend. Almost like you're going forward, like you're gonna try to move your chest to the ground in front of you, and then you're trying to move your chest to the ground behind you. And you can feel the scapula going down the back and up the back. And we'll come back to center and then move around any way that feels good, any of those movements, forward, back, side to side, feeling out the shoulders. So again, we still haven't done much to stretch any major muscles in the body. We've done a couple of little things, but it's been almost all joints, and you might even already start to feel like your body's a little more flexible, a little more relaxed, just from all this stuff, just focusing on the joints. It's coming back to center, hands under the shoulders. So here, <coughs> usually in cat-cow, 
if we're going to go to a version of that, usually what I'll see a lot is people will drop the lower back, so that's that anterior pelvic tilt we've been doing, which is fine, but then it's very common that then you don't have any control over the upper spine, and it's usually the place where we need the most movement, the most mobility. So instead of letting the low back sag, let the low back stay neutral, and as best you can, shoulder blades together, emphasizing the upper spine moving down, and then shoulder blades apart, emphasizing the upper spine moving towards the ceiling. So I'll do that movement a couple of times here. And then we'll come back to a neutral spine. And so now instead of cat-cow, we'll go shoulder blades together, heart lowers and then tuck the pelvis in, the posterior pelvic tilt, all the way back to a child's pose. So that'll be the movement. Then we'll come up to hands and knees. Low back stays neutral as you lower the chest towards the ground. And then all the way back, tucking the pelvis in to a child's pose. So we'll continue that motion. So version of cow pose with a neutral low back to the child's pose, rounding the back. Continue with your breath here. You can inhale forward, exhale back, or you could go slower than that and just move at your own pace. Tension is to free up some movement in the joints in the places we don't usually get it. And then back to the child's pose, resting there for a moment. So you can make this more active if you want by pressing into the hands to drive your hips back or more resting just by letting the arms relax. And here we'll come back up to hands and knees. Tuck your toes to downward facing dog. Stay rooted through all the knuckles equally. You can pedal the feet out here. You can shift the weight in the hips. And so now we'll do a little bit more strengthening, a little more stability in the shoulders and hips, and then a little more stretching. So once we establish some sort of strength and stability, sometimes that helps the muscles open a little bit more with these bigger muscles we're going to start working with. So from here, look between the hands, walk forward to a forward fold. Let the knees bend a lot. Let go of any effort in the neck. You can hold opposite elbows if you want. You could stay still or sway. And 
and then bend in the knees and slowly roll all the way up to standing. And grab your two blocks and put them at the front of the mat for later at the highest height. And coming back to the front of the mat, feet rooting down equally into the ground, toes lift and spread out, finding your foundation in the feet here, shoulders relaxed. As you inhale, reach the arms up overhead. Catch your left wrist as you exhale, reach to the right. Hips can go to the left here. We'll hold and breathe. So just like we did those movements for the neck in the beginning, the whole spine has those same there's five movements of the spine. This is lateral flexion. We did the flexion and extension, moving forward and back, but now the lateral flexion to the side. And then next inhale, come back up to center, catch the other wrist and move to the side, to your left side. Your hips could go a little to the right if you want, arms to the left. And even breathe into the right ribs here. So with your inhales, you're creating space between the ribs, creating space in the side. And then next inhale, come back up to center. And exhale, elbows bend, heart opens. Shoulder blades together down the back. And interlace the fingers behind the back. Lengthen the spine to lift up on an inhale. And then exhale to fold at the waist with the hands interlaced. Bend your left knee and turn the left shoulder towards the left knee, right shoulder opening. It's a little bit of spinal rotation here. And then switch sides, right shoulder towards right knee. And then to the center, both legs straight, arms still overhead. And then release your hands down to the blocks. So the blocks are right under the shoulders. The spine is long here to start. And then keep your right hand on the block, left hand to your low back, opening the left ribs towards the ceiling. So it's a tight place to try to rotate the spine, but starting here will make it seem a lot easier the other rotations will do. Come back down, left hand on the block, right hand on the low back, opening right shoulder towards the ceiling. And then back down to center, hands on the block. From here, bend your left knee and fold at the waist a little bit here. Left hand on the block, right hand to low back. With that knee bent, let your left hip turn a little towards the ground. And then open the right lungs, right ribs, right shoulder towards the ceiling. Right, a little bit deeper twist. And then other side, right hand down, bend the right knee, left hand on low back, opening left ribs, left lung, left shoulder towards the ceiling. So you can really bend into the right knee to deepen this rotation. And back down. Other side, one more time. Left knee bends, right hand to low back. And this time, if you want a little more, you could extend the right arm over the left arm as well. And then we'll switch sides. Last time, right knee bending, 
maybe left arm over right. But the rotation is happening in the ribs and the arm is just following that. So the arm is not leading the movement. And back down to center, hands on the blocks. Just shifting weight in the feet side to side, you know, bending one knee at a time, moving the hips left to right. So the hips have a little bit more ease of motion. Again, not big movements, not a lot of sensation typically, but you'll feel a lot more easier, easier, lighter to move through the rest of the day. And then here, again, we'll inhale to lengthen the spine, lifting halfway up. And then exhale to fold. Bring your feet wider apart, hands on the thighs. <clears throat> so here, similar to the cat-cow thing we did earlier, but now we're in this sort of chair pose kind of position, lifting the heart, sticking the tail back. So now allowing that tilt of the pelvis, and then other direction, tilting the pelvis in, rounding the back. All right, so moving here, sort of like a chair pose cat-cow, moving forward and back a couple of times. your inhales coming into the sort of cow pose version with your exhales the sort of cat pose version moving the spine so finding ability to move the spine here and then we'll come back to center and then hands to the block feet back together Bending the knees into a chair pose now, hands at the heart. Bending deep into the knees, heels into the ground, tail towards the ground. And then press into the feet and rise up as you inhale, reach the arms up. And as you exhale, bending the knees, sitting back down into chair pose. Feeling the weight, the gravity, the grounding, the engagement of the legs. And as you inhale now, coming back up, inhale, reach up. Exhale back into chair pose, engaging, strengthening the legs. One more time, inhale back up. Exhale back down. Shift weight into your right foot. Lift your left heel. Maybe the left foot lifts off the ground. Strengthening the right leg, balancing now. And then maybe you come up to stand or move in that direction. Your, le your hands interlace to catch the left knee, just like we did on the ground, but now we're balancing here. If that doesn't quite work, you bring your right hand to your right hip, left hand to the knee, so you've got a sort of anchor with the right hand. You can even put your foot on the block here and work on coming up. From here, open the left knee out to the left. Which again, could be closer to the floor, could be more hugging in. Then we'll come back to center, lower the leg down. Feet hips width apart, inhale to reach the arms up. Exhale to chair pose. Shift weight into your left foot, lift the right heel, and the right foot hovers off the ground. Slowly start to come up to stand hugging the knee in with the hands, or left hand on left hip. Right foot could come to the block, or you could hug it in here. Focus your gaze at a single point to help you balance, and then open the leg out to the right, which again, could be close to the ground, could be more in towards the body.
back to center, lower the leg down. Inhale to reach the arms up. Exhale the chair pose. And now here in chair pose, reach your fingers back behind you, sort of like an airplane or like a locust pose. Arms straight, palms facing down. Shift weight into your right foot, lift the left heel, lift the left foot. Any amount, start to straighten the left leg towards the back of your mat. So again, this could be a small movement, just barely off the floor, and there's still a lot happening there. Or you could come further forward like a warrior three pose. You could bring your hands to the blocks if you want a little more stability here. And then we'll rise back up to stand, foot on the floor. Inhale to reach the arms up. Exhale, hands to heart, back down to chair pose. Shift weight into your left foot. Start to lift the right leg back. Point your fingers back again like locust pose. Any amount here. So again, you could lift a tiny bit off the floor. You could bring your hands to the blocks. Or you can make this more like a warrior three. Engaging the back, engaging the right glute. And then slowly lower down, coming up to stand, inhale to reach up, and exhale the hands to the heart. So here, turn to your left, just about three feet width in the legs, but your right foot turns towards the front of your mat. Left hand on the left hip. And just like we just did, now we're going to lean forward and lift the back foot, maybe just an inch off the ground. Maybe all the way to a warrior or a half moon pose, Ardha Chandrasana. So lifting the back leg, and your hand could come to a block under the shoulder or not. But here again, strengthening the outer hip. Slowly lower back down. Right, and we'll come into that one again. So this is an often underused muscle, so we want to strengthen it here. So again, hand to hip, arm towards the ground, lifting the back leg. Again, just an inch off the ground is a lot of work. But if you want to go further, starting to hinge at the front leg, maybe the hand comes to the block. down. Other side, so stepping up, turning out to your right, left toes towards the front of the mat, right hand on the right hip, left hand moves towards the ground as you lift the back leg. Any amount. When you're coming in from the top down like this, you can use more strength and control. always want to be about 60 to 80 percent of your capacity so not a hundred percent you want to be in a range where you feel like you're working you're strengthening you're balancing but you could stay for a while slowly lower back down release just taking a moment here 
And then we'll come into it one more time. Right hand on right hip, left hand towards left corner. Lifting the back leg any amounts to half moon. And then we'll lower it down. Back to the front of the mat. Take a wide stance, maybe even off the mat. Hands come to the blocks under the shoulders. So here, finding length in the spine. And notice your pelvis. So again, you could have the posterior tilt where your pelvis kind of tucks in. We don't want that here. We want the anterior pelvic tilt where your low back arches a little bit. And that helps with the spine folding. So left hand stays on the block and then right ribs, right arm opens towards the ceiling. And we'll do this spinal rotation a couple of times coming down other side, right hand down, left arm open, just going side to side. So you can inhale when you come up and exhale when you come down. Come back to center, hands on blocks, long spine as you inhale, and then exhale to fold in. You take any variation of the arms that you want. You could even stack the blocks so there's something under the head. Sometimes letting the head actually touch something helps the spine relax. And as you stay with that, you may even be able to lower the block a step or two. Just having that sort of frame of reference, that, that point to reach towards can really help the spine release. From here, we'll start to bring the hands under the shoulders, lengthen the spine and bring the feet back into the mat. And we'll step back to hands and knees. So blanket out of the way. No blanket this time. So right knee towards right wrist. And you really want your right knee to be the most outer part of your body. So instead of your hip being out to the right, the knee is the furthest thing out to the right. The hips are square to the ground. Left toes point straight back. Find the tented fingers like spider legs in a little bit of a anterior pelvic tilt. So that means your low back arches. And that's gonna make it easier to fold in here. So folding at the waist from that length in the spine. The hands can stack, you can rest the head on the hands. If your right hip is up high, if it feels a little tight in the right hip, put a block or a bolster underneath it. You can also rest your head on a block if you want. Slow, deep breaths sinking down into the pose.
and we'll start to transition coming up to the other side. Make any last little adjustments that you want to get into the pose. Again, you want the left knee to be the most left part of the body towards the left edge of the mat. Yeah. See if you can move the knee out a little bit more here. start to come back onto the hands and back to downward facing dog one more time here again you can pedal the feet out if you want you can shift weight side to side and then back to a child's pose knees apart hips to heels Breathe down into the lower belly, slightly slower, deeper breaths. Come back up to sitting. So we have a, a brief seated meditation here. So you can use your props to sit up on if you want, the bolster or the blocks or the blanket. Generally, you want the hips higher than the knees. So if the knees are up high when you sit down, you want to elevate the hips so the hip flexors can relax. Shoulders down the back. You can move the shoulders a couple times if you want to get there. And the pelvis again, instead of the posterior tilt where there's a round in the back, the anterior tilt is what we want where there's a little bit of an arch in the low back. Eyes can be closed or resting on a single spot in front of you. And then palms can be down as more grounding or palms up on the knees more energizing. And just like we did earlier, we're just going to notice the breath and take slightly longer exhales. And we'll give the mind something to focus on, so we'll count the breath. So when you inhale, counting one. When you exhale, counting one. You inhale, counting two. Exhale, counting two. Continuing like that, just counting the breath up. If you lose your count, just start over. So as you're ready, just beginning longer exhales, counting the breath.
release the counting of the breath, the focus of the breath. Move the props out and come down to the back. Again, knees in, rocking side to side on the back. Just one last little movement here, hands on the knees, and then moving the knees away, and then moving the knees into the body, just like we did in the beginning. As you inhale, press the knees away. As you exhale, pull the knees in. The ankles can be crossed. Sometimes that feels more stable if you have one ankle on top of the other. Again, the movement can be small if you want. This gentle connection of the pelvis and the lumbar spine. You can notice as you move through the day this connection and adjust things as you need to. If pain arises in the back, you can always adjust and move the pelvis and the spine to release that tension. And then here we'll bring the hands to the knees or the shins or the feet for happy baby pose. Stay still, you could rock side to side, you could extend both legs if you want. And then soles of the feet together all the way down to the ground. One hand on belly, one hand on heart, noticing the breath. Chin slightly tucked in, so the spine is long. And then extend the legs straight out, arms relaxed open. Setting up for Shavasana, our final resting pose. So if you want your bolster under your knees here, if you want any other variation of this, you can do that. Just make sure you feel comfortable, supported, relaxed. You can have the blanket on your hips or a blanket to cover up with. your body become heavy, back of the body grounded, front of the body light.
Start to make small movements of the fingers and toes, hands and feet, wrists and ankles. And slowly start to transition to your side. If you want to stretch out or make any movements, please do. Just gently transitioning. Eventually back up to a comfortable seated posture. We'll bring the hands together at the heart, bowing the mind to the heart and to each other. Thank you for practicing today. Namaste.